0: I saw a wave, a dark wave come over our nation. And it's not just the election, of course. But this program is going to be all in the name rigged. rigged. Because when I and we formed Rigged, it was because of the financial system. But Rigged is now becoming common in America. It's all Rigged. rigged. In a rigged, rigged. system, the Rigged in our culture, the Rigged in the system. Today, we're going to discuss the urging of Chinese state media to de-dollarize. And uh, that's a pretty serious statement to start the process of de-dollarization. The Chinese currency is pegged to the U.S. dollar. I contend that's not going to be for long. Um, It is going to be a pretty big power play once that happens. Um, The dollar is in deep trouble. And as we see right now, what they're talking about is the, the dollar is really the world's problem. And what you see right now with a strong dollar is not real. The dollar is just the, the, the I guess, the, the best apple in a basket of rotting apples. And you know how that goes. One bad apple, they all go rotten. The dollar is not strong, folks. It's a complete illusion. So get ready. If you don't have gold and silver, you better start getting it. If Europe collapses, and especially in lieu of these pipelines being blown up, uh, which looks like the U.S. did it, you better get ready for an escalation because if there is a freeze, you're not going to be accessing your funds. I'd be giving Cornerstone Asset Metals a call. I'd be passing this on to people who still don't believe or heads are in the sand or they're just not paying attention because it it is very real and it's moving very fast but the chinese are tired of the federal reserve and the financial looting that's taking place because as the policies of the united states in raising rates not only are they trying to you know crush our economy to stop the the raging inflation that they created by printing trillions of dollars and they just did it again with 700 billion more i mean they just don't care which i personally believe is being done on purpose But by doing that, they're actually exporting our inflation to the other nations. And a lot of these nations have uh, taken out loans in dollars. And so if you're, you know, let's just say, I don't know, Myanmar for that matter, and you took out $10 billion loan in dollars, with the raging dollar strength rate now destroying the world's currencies because it's just the way the FX works, now Myanmar, instead of paying back $10 billion, got to pay back like $14 billion, and these are just, you know, throw out numbers. But the point is, these currencies crashing is making it that much more expensive for them to service the loans in dollars, which we will, at this rate, start to see countries defaulting and collapsing because we're destroying them. I contended a podcast uh, ago, a few weeks ago, that uh, this is something I think we were doing on purpose. Um, but we're caught between a rock and a hard place, because if we don't raise rates to create this illusion, um, the, the inflation was just going to rage here in the United States. But that's what happens when you print trillions upon trillions of fake currency notes diluting your M2 supply, which is how many paper dollars are in circulation, and we are destroying the dollar system as you know it. That's why I still talk to people who have hundreds of thousands sitting in the bank. I am just bewildered. I talked to a lady not too long ago, had hundreds of thousands sitting in a credit union, and didn't quite understand how gold silver works still i don't think does after the conversation and i basically said gold and silver in a vault is the same thing as currency in a bank except the gold and silver in a vault is actually going up and rising in value and that currency even though the numbers say the dollar's strong it's not because all you have to do is look at the inflation and I merely said, you know, out of those hundreds of thousands, that's been your life savings. If you just had two hundred thousand of that in gold over the last twenty years, it would be worth a staggering one point two million dollars. So instead of having now mind you, that was only half of the four hundred thousand. So instead of having the one point two million dollars, she's still sitting in four hundred thousand in cash which is actually not really 400. It's probably 250 because 20 years ago, gas was only a dollar. Now it's $4 and we can go on and on on products. Inflation is eating away at the paper dollar that you are holding. So the paper dollar you're holding means nothing. It's what it can buy you and the fact that it it buys you far less, we don't have to explain that. We all are dealing with it when it comes to food and energy and rents and um, insurances and, and, of course, uh, um, everything from gas and you name it. It is not buying the same. So if you sitting in cash all these years, last 20 years, you have lost a tremendous amount of buying power, which is what you save money for. The fact we save money. And I hear even this lady said, you know, I just don't want to lose my money. I hate to tell you, man, but you already did. Because you've been sitting in currency, you have lost a tremendous amount of the ability to buy a good or service because you have been sitting in cash. If you would have had that cash sitting in gold, you would be a millionaire right now. And it's just getting started. So it's very sad that our society has decided to teach people this way. I think it's by design to enslave us, to keep us away from the the concept of real money. And I'm just doing my best, folks. You know it. Um, I am a watchman on the wall. Doing my best to help you understand we are in an epic shift of time and season And what we're getting ready to experience is going to annihilate those sitting in cash. Gold and silver, it's not even about the price. The fact is, it's the most liquid, tangible asset. It's been money since the day of time. The world relies on gold and silver. And you'll be shocked when you find out that three quarters of the world are going to go to a commodity based currency backed by gold and other commodities hence russia china and others and it won't be the united states so here we are on the eve of the fed's big decision on the rate hike and they ended up increasing the rates another 75 basis points it's in an effort really to shock the system and try to calm down and control inflation it's now working It's just not working. The strong dollar should not become a blade to dissect and cut up the world, but that's exactly what it's doing. It's almost as if we knew doing this because we literally swap lined and loaned well, over $10 trillion. And that's something you don't really hear in mainstream media, but it was true. I have the actual diagrams of it and where it went. We were setting up the world. Do what we tell you, but now we have this strong dollar. We can crush every single one of you. Whatever, since the sanctions placed on Russia, everything has changed. So, I mean, the Global Times has gone on to explain that since the end of World War II, the U.S. has used dollar hegemony, the strength, the reserve currency to carry out financial looting or the the export crises against other countries several times over. And we've discussed this. I've reached out many times and said it. I love my country but I don't like the way we go about doing it. We're supposed to be a God-fearing country and we're not moral anymore. Well, I don't know if we ever were. Well, yeah, we were at one point. But once we have gone to the perversion that you see in our society today, all nations, you, we will be destroyed, not just by God, but we're going to be destroyed internally. Once you go to the level of perversion and moral um, degradation we see today, we're, we're destroyed. I don't think we're going to recognize if we even have a nation come 10 years. That's just my opinion. But right now, China and these other nations, they're furious. They're tired of America exporting inflation, exporting these problems to them by this strong dollar and this manipulation. There's this you know wide popular phrase in the West that goes that the U.S. enjoys exorbitant privilege created by the dollar and the deficits it creates without tears because we can print money. We can do what we want without consequence because we're the world reserve currency. But even Rick Santelli of CNBC said it pretty clear. You just can't keep printing without consequence. And we're getting ready to get a big mouthful of consequences. Wait until I share at the end of this podcast, what we did and we just did to our our allies But basically, we're using this worthless paper dollar note that is in your wallet right now. And I mean, it's worthless. And if you have hundreds of thousands of it in a bank account, you are going to regret it. You already do. You just don't know it. Because if you had gold the last 20 years, you'd be infinitely wealthier. But these worthless paper dollar notes we're holding, we use to plunder the resources and factories of other nations. While the political elites in Washington boast about the myth of the American system, and they try to take credit for alleviating the crisis that they created. Thousands of poor families around the world are being trampled by the very policies that we in the United States implement, not even counting the wars, of course. And as the yuan, the Chinese wand, starts to tumble because the dollar is doing what it's doing. Beijing's attempts through strong one fixes at a minimum is trying to defy the gravity issue here, but it's not working. And I have a feeling if we keep pushing it, I'm not so sure how long the Chinese hang on. I just don't know. I don't know the inside politics. I know a third of our politicians seem to be bought off by the Chinese. You know, Hollywood, a lot of universities seem to be bought off by the Chinese. These are, you know, homegrown communists. These are the very people by the way that the constitution said we were supposed to um defend ourselves against uh, but yet they run our system so I'm not so sure the american people have the knowledge or the for of uh, the ability basically to to stand up to this anymore. I think uh, we're on our way out unless we start taking the hint which is in your face. But today the dollar is once again the world's problem. In a sense, it's hard to really kind of believe this, but the prosperity or the fake prosperity thereof of the U.S. is clean and moral. It's just not, folks. I hate to say it, but it's not. That's why I'd be getting out of the way. It's like we're all standing on a train track and we got a, a, a speed bullet train coming and we're not moving. Washington keeps laying mines, but never removes them. And they will eventually explode the U.S. itself, which I believe they're already in the process of doing. And I personally believe those on the left, that's exactly what they want. Because the incompetence of the United States financial policymakers has literally been exposed by the consecutive interest rate hikes. They had no choice to do, of course, because of our raging inflation. But it's finally come home to roost. And they have contributed to these, this real abnormal appreciation of the dollar, which many say, oh, we're doing great, but we are not. They're trying to diffuse the severe inflation here. In the process, they're destroying these other nations, and they're fed up, and the Chinese are ready to de-dollarize. But I can only tell you if the Chinese de-dollarize, this thing is over And you will lose a tremendous amount of your life savings if you're not in a better asset like gold and silver. So the anxiety and insecurity brought by the U.S. dollar to the world has really heralded the beginning of the decline of our power. And so regarding Washington's, you know, insatiable exploitation, I mean, there's still what we're doing to our allies right now. I can't even believe it. Uh, We're exploiting Europe and Asia, the Middle East and other regions. Now they're exploring the path of de-dollarization, leading to the inevitable diversification of the international monetary system and BRICS. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, and it's now going to be Saudi Arabia, Turkey and others. They are commodity backed, gold backed. And they will have a better value than the U.S. dollar. Our dollar is only there because the world is is basically enslaved to us. And we have this military, although our woke military, I contend, may not be able to get themselves out of a paper bag. And don't get mad at me, brothers and sisters. For those of you that are still strong, alpha strength warriors, you're fighting an uphill battle. But my heart's with you and I'll always be with you but we're destroying our military right now to the point where I don't even know we'll be effective. So we're we're getting to that point now where the world is walking away from the dollar. This instability of international financial markets has become prominent and you're going to really see it now come this winter. It is precisely at this time that the international community should be more determined to cooperate and build a more reliable systemic and long-term multilateral financial system. This can't wait. Remember, nothing lasts forever. And that's why I contend we've re- we kind of walked out our hegemony. and And then it brings us to where we're at today. So here they're doing it. And they're walking the world into this basically in two and away from the dollar. I don't know what just happened, but it really, two years ago, we were dealing with this this horrendous, I would say, pandemic. This was insane how they tried to implement worldwide, and now we're seeing how it really played out. Ever, and so we came back, we came out of that. our economy and the world's economy was ready to explode. We had uh, we had pent up um, anxiety, energy, finances. We had printed trillions around the world. and we many people were holding off purchases because of the pandemic. We were ready to have an economic boom. And then walks in sloppy Joe, And these left Marxist minions, and before you know it, we are at war with Russia, we are destroying the dollar. They literally, through executive order as well as stimulus, because Democrats control all of Congress and all of Washington— $6 Six trillion dollars within two years, and we wonder why we have inflation now we've blown out the the credibility of the dollar and here we are and remember seven stages of an empire, the seventh stage of before collapse is when the loss of confidence in the currency takes place, and I say we're knocking on that door. And for those that want to ignore what I am saying, you will regret it for the rest of your life. So let me just wrap up and get to this point here. This is very important. Every foreign company or state that has issued dollar debt right now is in deep trouble. They're in crash mode. You, you better expect emergency central bank meetings are going to take place they're going to try to contain the dollar and undo the damage that Powell is unleashing on the world. But now something really radical just took place. And if you notice, and I imagine most of you have heard about it by now, that the Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 pipelines that were bringing natural gas from Russia over to Europe Conveniently exploded. Now, the mainstream media, which has zero credibility all around the world, has been saying that it was leaking. No, it wasn't. The Swedish uh, seismologist actually picked up explosions in the water, just like they do, they measure earthquakes that were the tune of megatons of TNT, which were bombs. Somebody went and planted bombs on Nord Stream 1 pipeline and Nord Stream 2 pipelines and blew them up. If that's not World War tactic, I don't know what it is. But if you notice where they did blow them up, they were just outside of any nation's international boundary. So Nord Stream 1 was blown up outside of Denmark's boundary, and Nord Stream 2 was in the middle between Poland and Denmark's boundary. Somebody blew him up, and they, now they're trying to say, "Okay, this was Putin. he's trying to sabotage. Folks, you've got to get a grip, man. They are lying to you about Russia. And I'm not saying Putin's the greatest guy, but I tell you what, many people, Eric Bowling and all these others, you know, Tucker Carlson on Fox News seems to be the only one who has his head on straight and is willing to tell the truth. The rest are either ignorant or propagandists, but maybe we have forgotten history that Russia has been invaded majorly twice by Napoleon and then Germany. And the last time when Germany invaded Russia, they killed tens of millions of Russians. That's why Russia likes to take over these nations close to their border so they can get a buffer zone. I hear so many people argue that I'm thinking, well, if you're Russia, what would you do? Would you just let NATO march missiles right up to your border in lieu of history? How many people have forgotten World War II? Russia paid for half of those pipelines, and so did Germany. They're not going to blow up their own pipeline. Number one, that pipeline gave them leverage over Europe. They're in the middle of a war with Ukraine. They needed that leverage. They needed that ability to negotiate. And it was their profit and their power base. Russia's not blowing up the pipelines. So let's not take into that lie. Who else could benefit? Obviously, Europe wouldn't do that. Well, maybe the Danish would because they had a pipeline that went over. And conveniently, that one did not get blown up. But the only person that had the motive, the wherewithal, is the United States, because Germany in Europe is going to experience such horrific economic collapse. They're not going to be able to heat their homes and run their factories this winter because of the energy crisis with Russia. The United States was probably afraid that the Germans were going to give in to the sanctions and start allowing Russia to do business. Well, I guess the United States just took care of that one, didn't they? Now, Europe can't. We literally blew up pipelines, taking energy to our allies. Now, I'm saying we did it. And all all the the talking heads, they're a little bit more politically correct. And they're saying we may have. I'm merely telling you who else had the motive, who else had it all. And that is us. Period. Period. We stuck it to our European allies and said, now you can't negotiate. Now you can't release the sanctions. Now you better do what we say because we're going to export natural gas to you by liquid. But that's just not going to do it. It's not going to cut it. You are going to see catastrophic collapse in Germany and Europe this winter, period. Even if they wanted to repair those pipelines, they can't be repaired at least until next summer. Now, here is where people say, oh, you shouldn't say that about, you know, the United States. Well, I didn't say it. Let me play a little clip who did say it. And let's see. Let's see how that goes. Well, I can't play it here. I I actually just took the image of it. But let me just tell you, President Biden, if Russia invades, then there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We will bring an end to it. The reporter says, well, how will you do that exactly? The project is in Germans' control. And Biden says, I promise you, we will be able to do it if we want to. We made it clear that we were going to take these pipelines out if they invaded, which, of course, they did. They had no choice, in my opinion. I would have if I were them. And now you have America telling all American citizens to now leave. The U.S. Embassy in Moscow, they're telling all Americans to get out now of Russia. Why? Why are they doing that? What is going on? You see? So something really bad is cooking and our government is right in the middle of it. So what I don't quite understand is why we would do that to our friends. So let me just end with this because I don't want you to take my word for it, but this is explosive and this is going around the whole world. So don't think the world doesn't really buy this, but listen to this. And then you tell me who blew those pipelines up. You ready? Russia invades. Uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there will be uh, we. There will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it.
1: How will you How will you do that exactly? Since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control,
0: we will. Uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it.
1: Will you commit today to turning off and pulling the plug on Nord Stream two? You didn't mention it. You haven't mentioned it. As I already said, we are acting together. We are absolutely united and we will not taking different steps. We will do the same steps and they will be very, very hard to Russia and they should understand.
0: Folks, we did it. I don't know how that's going to play out, how that doesn't lead to World War Three, but that is way beyond seeking the Lusitania, way beyond any other event that had started a great war. We just blew up the energy pipelines from Russia to Europe. And I think personally, from Russia's point of view, they'll just start sending it to China, India, and others. But we just literally destroyed our allies' ability to heat their homes, run their factories. We just collapsed the European economy. All I'm going to say now, I didn't think this was happening, but I never saw that one coming. But if the European currency actually does collapse, like literally, you have two weeks to get your money out of the bank before the U.S. dollar collapses and they freeze the system. I'm just saying this is not a time to be light. But to eat your own, you're going to have to make those hard choices now. Because this is heating up literally and it's just getting started. God bless each and every one of you until next week. With
1: record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, and our devalued currency only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time, and that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value, provide stability for your portfolio under the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888-747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com.